sometimes the biggest ways we can market our practice is by not marketing it at all. And what I mean by that is when we use our platform to bring awareness to something bigger than our practice, it ends up growing it in the end. On today's episode of Cairo Business Builders, we talked to Dr. Eric Becking, who is on a mission to spread the Chuck Taylor Tuesday message to the world. He has used his social media platform to spread the message of love and friendship, and as a result, his clinic now has over 32,000 followers, and that's in a city of only 39,000 people. And those followers not only hear about his message, about something as simple as a pair of shoes, but they also get to hear about what he's doing in business as well. I know his message will inspire you. Let's check it out now. You're listening to the Cairo Business Builders Podcast, giving you behind the scenes access to the world's top chiropractors and how they built and scaled their business. Here's your host, Tabitha Thomas. Cairo Business Builders Podcast, the podcast with an inside look into the most successful chiropractic practices and how they got there. Today, I've got with me Dr. Eric Becking with Becking Clinic out of Cape Toronto, Missouri. And I got to say, Dr. Becking is, is an expert at growing businesses by establishing relationships and inspiring people to want to live their best life. He's an amazing communicator, and his passion and love for people is unmatched by anyone I know. Um, wow. He's known for Chuck Taylor Tuesdays and Parents Getting Real on Facebook Live. And, y'all, he's a dad to five amazing little girls, five, five of them. Yes. <laughs> if you look to be motivated, check out Dr. Becking. I'm so excited to have you with me, friend. Man, me too. And lo- I love that introduction. I need to probably hire you to just go with me when I go places. Uh, you even walk in, around before you? Even, even in the Starbucks, and you're like, and you introduce me, and I walk up, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I had no idea she was going to be here. This is incredible. Dude, I'm, I'm <laughs> for hire. I will do that gladly. <laughs> Isn't that fun? You know, and that's, it's it's neat, um, you know, when I in my career, as far as what I've experienced to be important, and it's always the packaging of the product. And yeah. So what, what you just did is you just packaged um, this product, because if someone doesn't, get introed you're trying to figure out if I should even listen you know and uh, and that's kind of what I've kind of banked my career on is it's important to create the atmosphere you know just like what Hollywood does they've got music they've got sound they've got visual like they are creating an experience and uh, I feel like that that's what that's what I do um, when I kind of latch on to whatever my mission is, is I, I really go about how do I create the most powerful experience so that people are, are uh, moved by it? Because if, if it's not something like that for me, I really, it's boring. I don't want to be a part of it. Like if it's just rote, routine, just habit kind of stuff, and it's not changing people's lives, then it's like, I don't really want to, I don't really want to do it. So thanks for that intro and yeah. I'm excited. Well, see, it's stuff like that that make people want to just follow you. So I actually got on Facebook earlier, and you've got like 37,000 people following you. Somehow that happened, yes. Isn't that crazy? I was it just like, crazy. holy moly, is there even 37,000 people in that town? <laughs> There's not, and that's uh, those are all over the place. And that's, been, yes. you, know, you know, that's all over the U.S., and it's just been from kind of a, you know, a person's family member that lives in, you know, Arizona, like you guys, and yeah, and then and then they're like there, and then they're connecting with people like, hey, how'd you find a Dr. Beckham? He's in Cape Girardeau. I was like, I know, I just I, I liked something that one of my friends liked, and then now I I listen to him, so that's kind of how it happens. 
I love it. So I just want to talk about, so you've been a chiropractor for, what, 15 years now? Yes. Is that something you always wanted to do? Is that, like, that was your thing growing up, like, I want to it become a not. chiropractor? It was not. So, so when tell I, me the story. So, um, so I had a hand accident when I was 12 years old, uh, a farm accident. I worked on a farm, and I and I had a hand injury where I lost um, my index finger and then basically most of my thumb and had to be reconstructed. And I spent a couple of years in and out of Barnes Hospital in St. Louis um, with plastic surgeries and the hand therapy and just everything that had to happen to, to get me back to as normal as, as I could be. So that was kind of the my history of being exposed to medical. So mm-hmm. um, so that, that was there, having no idea that that was going to lead to a career. But um, I end up, you know, doing kind of normal stuff through high school, uh, go to college, don't really, still don't really have an idea what I'm going to do, graduate from Mizzou, get married. Uh, we move out to California from Missouri. I always just wanted to live in California. So I was like, well, we should just do it. We don't have kids and let's just do it. So we get out there and and I just kind of am in this place where I'm like, I, there's got to be more to life. Like, I don't, I don't really have a mission. Like, I don't really have a – I'm just working this, you know, just a job. Mm-hmm. And so I literally go to the library in San Diego, and uh, and I begin to soul search. I mean, here I am married and already graduated college, and I'm soul searching. And so uh, I just was like, okay, if I could do anything – and, and I, during that time, I was Tony Robbins, uh, Find Your Purpose kind of tapes, and that was back mm-hmm. in the day of tapes with a Walkman, and holy crap, like, it's old. But, but dating yourself. <laughs> but he he walked me through really finding your purpose, and so I said, okay, if there, if I could do anything on the planet, um, no matter what it takes to do it, you know, what would I want to do? And, I mean, almost immediately, I was like, I want to be a doctor. I want to do – I want to have an, an opportunity to do what was done to me in my life with my hand therapist and my plastic surgeon, they they met me in a time of like massive, you know, just my whole world was kind of basically falling apart. And mm-hmm. and the way they took care of me and loved me and, and just physically did the things that they needed to do, I was like, I want to do that. But the only caveat was I did not want to work in a hospital. I hated needles, blood, surgery, because I'd been through all of that. And I was like, so what, what the heck? What kind of doctor could I be? So I'm at the library and I'm in the reference section and I'm just I open it to physicians and I start just going down the list and I mean it's nuts because I feel like chiropractor was like flashing neon signs and I didn't even really know what a chiropractor was but it was just standing out to me so I started kind of investigating what that was and it was exactly what I was looking for basically the definition it was talking about being like more of like a healer a natural healthcare provider. Like just all these different things that I was like, yeah, that's exactly what I want to be. So I started just uh, I interviewed some chiropractors in San Diego that had graduated from St. Louis, Logan, and and uh, and I just started down the path. And I knew that that's exactly what I'm supposed to do. And uh, that probably is probably the single greatest influence on I feel like my success because I just it was my soul. Like I just knew this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And and bigger than owning a business, bigger than being like a doctor, it was just like that was like my mission in life. I love it. I love it. So you graduate chiropractic school, and then what? Did you open your own clinic? Then did you go work with somebody uh, else? What was the I path? I um, 
rented a room essentially from a chiropractor in St. Louis, uh, the Central West End, and was just like, holy crap, it was terrible. Like there was, I I don't even know. I would see like maybe a client uh, like every three days or something. I mean, it was awful. I mean, it was like ghost oh, town. I was, I was like, what the hell? I was like, this is not good. I, mean, I was walking the streets, like literally trying to figure out how do I get, how do I promote my business? I mean, I didn't know squat. Well, Nothing. they don't really teach you that in chiropractic I, I didn't know anything. At all. I, yeah, and I was just like, I really just, I just didn't know. I didn't have a clue. So I, it, I probably did that for like seven or eight months. My wife was working, so that was the only reason I could still do that because she was providing for us. Mm-hmm. Are we still on? Yeah. Sorry about that. There, there, no. there was another, another call came through and I hit the wrong button. <laughs> Hey, this is live. This is real. This is this is this so live. <laughs> so, so I'm sitting there thinking, um, what am I going to do? And and I get online. Um, oh, actually, I, I think I went to the or the the newspaper, just looking for potential opportunities to work, maybe work for a, a, a doctor, a chiropractor. Mm-hmm. And and I find this guy um, close to where we are, where he the ad basically read that he would kind of teach you how to run. Um, a chiropractic practice and I was like holy crap I was like I didn't even know that existed like what that's exactly what I want mm-hmm. so basically I went and interviewed with this guy and uh, he agreed to take me on as a uh, essentially you know uh, kind of like a in a mentorship kind of a deal and the trade-off was that I would essentially you know market and promote and uh, you know really work in his practice and so I did that for about eight months and he, I mean, he literally, it was like a, a basic training intensity. I mean, I'm, you know, everything was scripted. I was, uh, I was recording myself with, you know, as long as I had permission from the client, um, just letting them know that I'm, I'm training and I'm, and I'm listening to this later to see if I've did everything, you know, well. And, and we would sit and listen to my, uh, presentations with patients and he would critique me and a lot of times would just get on me like why are you talking so much he's like you're saying this that doesn't even have anything to do with what you're supposed to be doing and I mean it was it was intense I was in the community I was doing talks on stress and and basically just going and getting new business and I did that for like eight months and oh, wow. and I had and I had to basically track all of my um progress and so we called it stats i was keeping stats on myself and he had kind of an idea of when i got to a certain place that i was ready uh, to go on my own so when i did that we started looking to see where where i was going to open a practice and being from a small town um, a consultant that i had worked with before him he's like you know if you really want to start a family kind of practice you need to go home go back to your town and then i was like oh my gosh I said I would never do that. Like I, I thought it was like a, I thought it was like I was like giving in and saying, oh, I couldn't make it. I had to go back home. Yeah. But contrary to that, it was the best decision that we could have made because you know we've got roots. This is where our church is. All these things, and it's like this is our life. And so we came here and we researched where to 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 rent space. Um, knew exactly like what I was gonna, how we were gonna set up a, our practice and. He gave me. Uh, he basically told me you've got three months to to make it to a certain level uh, volume in your practice, or it'll take you five years to do it. Oh, you wow. got th- you got three months. He's like, there's this like 
almost kind of like invisible timeline where, you know, you're brand new, you've got this energy, this motivation, uh, natural momentum, and if you don't do it in nine, in three months, uh, like you said, it'll take you five years. So so literally in nine, in three months, you know, we were where he said we needed to be. I think it was like 100, the average was like 100 visits a week, uh, which mm-hmm. now doesn't seem like a lot, but that's what we did. And mm-hmm. um, so for, you know, 12 years of straight chiropractic practice that I did, we were always – like we just never looked back and we and we just were always able to to make that happen with with marketing and with just the stuff that I had learned how to do and then you get better at it as you as you're in practice longer so so what that, would you that answers say, a lot <laughs> what would you say was your one technique for getting business through the door in those first 3 months and even after you know there's a couple things i'd say number one is what he kind of taught me is he's like if you and we kind of basically had kind of like our our purpose in business was to help as many people uh, as possible get healthy without drugs and surgery like that was our mission help as many Mm -hmm. people as possible get healthy without drugs and surgery and he said and you're going to help everybody he's like you're going to help everybody anyone that walks in your door no matter what they can pay or what they can do you're going to help them and he's like, it always works itself out. So uh, whether it be pastors or single moms or whatever else, I just – I always made sure that I was taking care of people uh, no matter what. And that was just like an underlying kind of just attitude that I had. And it never failed me. And it's kind of like a, there's a, a guy I used to follow, Zig Ziglar. You know, he's been around mm-hmm. many, many years. And uh, one of the things he always would say is if you help enough people get what they want – You'll always have what you want. Mm-hmm. And it was the same kind of like mentality. It wasn't about chiropractic. It was just about the kind of universal law of serving and giving. So in the beginning, for me, it was really more about serving and giving, even though, of course, you got to make money. you got to have revenue. Mm-hmm. But my mission, and again, like what I talked about, how I became a chiropractor, it was all mission-based. So it's kind of contrary because you think, oh, i got to be business-based. i got to do all these things, but really it's got to be service and giving. And and once that kind of – you've been doing that long enough, you, you build, you kind of amass this this momentum that just happens, and, and you begin to see success, you know. And that's – I didn't know that that would happen. I was having to trust my mentor, but that's exactly what happened. And even in now, currently in life, I still apply those same principles where I where I literally have to uh, have to um, apply those, and sometimes it doesn't make sense because you're you feel like you're giving and giving and giving, and it's like, oh my gosh, is this ever gonna like pay off? And, and it mm-hmm. always does, you know. And a lot of that, I'm very spiritual, so I'm very faith based. So a lot of you know my success is faith. You know, I've just trusted God, and and you know, in places where everybody else looks at me and thinks. It's nuts and it's risky and and I was like, yeah, it seems that way, but but you don't know what I know. Yeah, you know. I love it. I love it. So I'm gonna ask now. How did the whole? Because it's a big thing with you, and if anybody knows you in the area, they know the Chuck Taylor Tuesday. Yes, like, it's a thing. It's a movement in our really area. Is. So how did that even get? I don't even know the story behind it. Yeah, of how it got a, started and what it's all about. And I just know I jumped on the bandwagon. <laughs> I'm glad that you did. And I, my, it's it's again, it's another mission kind of a thing that I've gotten. And my, I'd say my whole life, 
as long as I can remember, probably six, seven years old, has always been about being a, a kind of person that's like a rally, rallier. I like to, like, once I get excited about something, like, I want to just rally everybody to do it with me because it's mm-hmm. more fun and it's, and you just get, you get things accomplished. So that's always just been in my hand. And so, so just through practicing and seeing, you know, the people in my career, like, ideas come up and things happen. So I uh, always wore a three-piece suit to work um, and so a vest and very uh, put together, briefcase, leather shoes, the standard, like what I felt like was professional. And I even practiced mm-hmm. in a three-piece suit. I mean, I adjusted clients in a, in a vest and most mm-hmm. people were like, dude, is that comfortable? And I was like, it was for me because that was my kind of uniform. Mm-hmm. So what, what started happening was that can start to feel a little bit stuffy. Um, so on the weekends, I would find myself kind of exploring, you know, just my version of casual. And so uh, a buddy of mine was wearing some Chuck Taylors. I didn't even know that's what they were called. And on the weekend, I saw him wearing them. I was like, dude, I love those shoes. What are those? And he's like, they're called Chuck Taylors or like Converse All-Stars or something. I was like, I, mean, I like those. I'm like, I think I'm going to get a pair of those. I got a pair of black and white, uh, just real traditional. And I started wearing them on the weekends, and I found myself just loving them. I wore them with jeans, with shorts, whatever. I just loved them. Mm-hmm. And and so then I was like, you know what? I really want to just wear them to work, but I can't wear shorts. I'm just like, I'm going to wear my suit with my chucks. And just told, and, and at that time, I, I went and b- I bought a green pair because that was my brand color. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm going to wear a pair of green chucks. And at that time, I was wearing funky socks. That was my thing. It was uh, – Fun Sock Fridays, and I had all, like, crazy, crazy socks, and so I was wearing socks, chucks, and my three-piece suit, and what I started seeing happen with my patients of all ages is that people started, like, uh, talking to me differently. Like, they they were more playful. They were more – there was just more conversations happening, and I didn't know why. I couldn't figure out what was going on, and I realized it's like, oh, it's I'm wearing green shoes. Yeah. Like they're totally like they're not intimidated by the suit guy. So I was like, this is awesome. And I, so for months I just started and I was like, I was like, man, I wish we could get everybody to wear chucks because if it's fun for me, it'd be fun for everybody. I was like, what if we had a day, one day a week where everyone just knew on Tuesdays, hey, that's the day we wear chucks. You can wear them every day, which I do. But okay, Tuesday, I have mine on today. <laughs> Tuesday, I have mine on too. Tuesday is the day that you wear them. And so I came up, I was thinking, okay, so Chuck Taylor's Monday, Chuck Taylor Monday, Chuck Taylor Tuesday, Chuck Taylor Tuesday. I was like, perfect, Chuck Taylor Tuesday. It just works. It flows. It's it's simple. It's catchy. And so that was about four years ago, and I just started just talking about it everywhere, posting about it, sharing about it, asking people to do it. And um and and that's my kind of like my goal and my mission is is to create a, a a world where everyone on the planet knows about Chuck Taylor Tuesday and you it's amazing what happens you it breaks down I mean it breaks the ice you you walk right up to somebody that's got Chucks on and you start a conversation your friends automatically mm-hmm. so it's just or an organic way to build an enormous community of people and it's not spiritual based it's not political it's not professional it's not men women kids it's literally just people and and it just it creates friendships that you would have never had before because you see a person wearing chucks that normally you wouldn't talk to and you're like hey i love your chucks like love your chucks and you start talking like how'd you guys meet i was like well we were at starbucks and we had chucks on and i told them about chuck the tuesday and now i know they're friends and, and it's just so that's what happens 
I love and, and now and 35,000 cool. fans later. It's like, uh, it's nuts. And we, you know, our local newspaper and our local uh, news station did stories on Chuck Taylor Tuesday. And um, I, I pushed those videos to just get other people in other areas in the world and to to know, like, what it's about and then to adopt um, kind of like helping me, you know, like move this thing because it's it's just a bigger mission. You know, like what chiropractic was for me being a, a healer is – you know, not like a weird, like, kind of like, uh, however you want to term a healer, but just someone that is a natural healthcare provider, you know, laying hands on people chiropractically, but, but just allowing, uh, God to kind of use me to, to help. And then, you know, now as I do things like Chuck Taylor Tuesday or, you know, we do a girl, you're amazing piece where I'd really helping women realize that you don't have to earn amazingness like it just you're just amazing because you're a girl that's just the way it is and we kind of just break the competition of trying to keep up you know and and so all of these things kind of reflect the same uh common thread which is just love kindness support helping each other um and it just it's just i feel like it's going to be a lifelong mission and, and things like this where i can share with uh, other chiropractors and, and just people in general, um, what I've done, maybe it will be influential enough to help someone. And, and sometimes it's just simple. Is uh, I think that's what I would say to, to anybody that really wants to figure out like what do they need to do, and it's just just get real with yourself. Um, begin to speak from your soul, your heart, your passion, and get out of your head and quit being worried and thinking about all the things that could go wrong or could happen, and just just be right there with people like if you feel like you need to give someone a hug do that you know like if someone says hey what do you think i should do and in the past i would have been like you know what let me think about this or you know what let me let me look into it i'll get back to you and i was finding myself getting to the end of the day in my practice and i'd just be exhausted because i had done that with like 40 people mm-hmm. and i'm like when am i ever gonna look up so i started realizing i gotta make decisions on the spot I gotta go with my soul, my gut, and I gotta just when someone asks me, I'm gonna tell you. I'm like, hey, here's what I think you should do. Like, oh my gosh, I mean, that's like a big deal. Should you think about it? I was like, I did. You asked me, I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. And and I started doing that, and it, it just freed me up. I no longer was carrying a bunch of stuff. And at the end of the day, I was actually done. I wasn't thinking about all these other things. You know, when you got five kids and a spouse, and like, I want to be present. I don't want to be going home thinking about all these things that I didn't do. Mm-hmm. All these decisions that I'm that I'm putting off, and a lot of it was just fear. I didn't want to make a wrong decision, but there really isn't any wrong decision. You just make one, and if it's not good, make another one, and then make another one, and you do it as many times until it gets right. I love it, and the, the, the chiropractic practice doesn't have to look the same for every single person. It needs to be unique to you and what is comfortable with you and it how really you want it to look. Yeah, it really has to, and I, I definitely spent a lot of money with consultants over the years. I probably my first eight years of practice, I mean I had I always had, you know, big time consulting and mentors and directing me. And then I realized that through all of that I really had kind of developed my own like style and what I wanted to do, but I was scared. I was scared to do it because I'd always had somebody kind of telling me, This is mm-hmm. what you should do And my wife was like, You know all this stuff and in fact you have your own way and I but I just didn't want to trust it because I was scared. But then mm-hmm. I did, and I think, honestly, that's when my practice really began to transform, and that's why I would advise even that is like now is like you 
when you are going with your gut, with your soul, and you're being kind of, in my opinion, just being led by God, and you're doing what you're supposed to do, uh, it changes everything. Um, you're more confident. Uh, I mean, you're just in the zone because you're not having to wonder, should I do this? Is this what, I mean, how am I going to know if it's right or whatever else? And it's like, you just know because you're going with the, the same thing all the time, which is your gut. Mm-hmm. So I hope, I hope that makes sense for people because sometimes people are like, what do you mean? And I was like, I think people get that. It's like, don't you just kind of know, like when mm-hmm. your soul just tells you like you're supposed to do that? But you just do it all the time. Like you don't, it's not reserved for that like special big decision. It's literally all the time, all day long. Like you can be at Target and you and you're, you see somebody that you've been thinking about and you're like, man, I, I feel like I should say something to them. And then you don't. You're like, no, I don't want to interrupt or, you know what, I'm busy. They're busy. But but instead, you just immediately go over and you say, hey, crazy, I've been thinking about you, and, and here you are. I was like, how, how are things going? And at first, they're like, oh, you know, it's okay. And I was like, no, really. I mean, is everything okay? Like, you know what, I'm going through some tough stuff right now. And then you just have a conversation, like amazing conversation, and you're like, how did that happen at Target? Because mm-hmm. it was supposed to happen. And when you start operating like that, you want to talk about – you know, changing a lot of lives, uh, it, it's, man, it's like the most fun ride that you could be on. I love it. I love it. So I've got one final question for you, and it's one of my favorite ones to ask. If you could talk to one chiropractor who's coming out of college, who's thinking about going out on his own, what is one piece of advice that you would give them? Number one piece of advice, and this is um, from Tony Robbins, following him for 20 years. I think he's the guru of human behavior and success. And basically he said, find someone that is that has what you want and do it the way they do it. So you gotta, you've got to find someone to model. And you don't have to do it exactly the way they do it down the road, but if someone has and is doing what what you see yourself doing, go there and and figure out how to get under that person's um, influence. And it may be working for them. It may be living in the same town. It may be whatever it is. Like for me, Tony, I never had met him personally, but I listened to everything he has. I've read his books. I've been to two of his seminars uh, to learn. And so you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Um, and a lot of people make that mistake. I think you go out and just do you just kind of learn it as you go and and that could take 10 years to get to a place or you could find someone that's doing exactly what you want and ask them to show you how to do it that's what i did with my chiropractic uh mentor when i found him and he said he showed me he, he basically you know put me through a boot camp eight months worth of intense marketing and all the ins and outs of of actually running a practice and uh, and it allowed me to basically save 10 years of just normal figuring it out as you go. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's a, I mean, that's hands down, that's what should happen. I mean, you have to have somebody that shows you, and you've got to be able to prove that you can actually do it and not just hope you're going to do it. You've got to actually know that you can do it. So hopefully that answered that, and I and, uh, hope like this helps some people get some people thinking. This is, you know, I definitely have um, tried a lot of things. Well, awesome. I just want to thank you for being on here. You've always been an inspiration to me, and you always motivate me. So I just want to thank you for being on here with me. 
Well, man, you're so welcome. I, I really am glad that you that you asked me, and you know, you know how to make a make a dude feel like, dang, I feel like I'm excited. I like I'm doing some cool stuff. So, uh, so thank you for just your uh, your acknowledgement and just kind of the kind words. And um, I know it's uh, it's a uh, it's the bigger picture. Just like what what you guys are doing over there is the bigger picture. Is the more people we can help, um, the bigger difference we make. So. Exactly, exactly. Well, if you like what you listen to today, make sure you just subscribe below. See you next time. You've been listening to the Cairo Business Builders Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to click the subscribe button and leave us a review. Tune in next time for more behind-the-scenes business and marketing stories from the world's top chiropractors. This podcast is sponsored by Content DFY, chiropractic marketing for doctors by doctors. Find out more at contentdfy.com.